Welcome to Echoes, the official podcast of the Florida State University Alumni Association. The FSU Alumni Association works to create meaningful connections between alumni and Florida State University, strengthening the alumni network and supporting students on campus every day. We couldn't do it without the support of our members, which allows us to continue to engage alumni through our eight affinity networks, 67 clubs and chapters, programming and awards, Vera's, our alumni magazine, and this podcast. On today's episode, our host, Keith Cottrell, speaks with FSU student-athlete turned pro-golfer, John Pack. Stay tuned for an exclusive all-golf chat at the conclusion of this episode. You won't want to miss John sharing all his tips, tricks, and favorites on the course. An elite golfer from an early age, a passion for the game led John Pack and his family from New Jersey to Florida and ultimately Florida State University. In his sophomore season, John was the medalist at the 2019 ACC Championship Tournament. His career quickly blossomed to the point where he was the top collegiate golfer in the country, earning the 2021 Jack Nicklaus Award, Ben Hogan Award, and the Fred Haskins Award while at Florida State. Finishing his time at Florida State with eight collegiate victories and the lowest career scoring average in school history, John was awarded ACC Player of the Year in 2021. As he begins his professional golf career, he's ranked number two on the PGA Tour's Players to Watch in 2022. Before we hear from Keith and John, here's a message from one of our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by the Alumni Benefits Program. Do you have life insurance? Is it enough? Should the unexpected happen, could your loved ones still achieve the dreams you've worked so hard for? With life insurance, they can. We offer well-priced insurance for all life stages. So whether you're starting out, growing your family, or nearing retirement, we've got you covered. Alumni, students, faculty, staff, and family members may all apply. Don't wait. Join the growing number of people protecting their dreams with life insurance. To learn more, visit FSUAlumniBenefits.com. That's FSUAlumniBenefits.com. Now, on to the episode. John, two-thirds of all of our Seminole family live in the state of Florida. You're from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. How does one get from Scotch Plains, New Jersey to Tallahassee, and what was it about Florida State that attracted you? Yeah, so I actually moved to Orlando when I was a sophomore in high school. My, my dad and I, we, uh, we decided to, you know, move down, just me and him, and train for golf, and it's always been a dream of mine to play on the PGA Tour, so he helped me pursue my goals, and we moved down, lived in Orlando, and just Florida's just, it's got the perfect weather. I think, you know, everyone just knows that. So, um, yeah, we decided to move to Florida. And then within, you know, when I was a sophomore in high school, that's right when you start recruit, you know, sure. college starts recruiting you. So um, I visited four schools inside of Florida and four schools outside of Florida. So it was Oklahoma State, Texas, UNC and Clemson outside of the state, and then UCF, USF, Florida State, and UF. So and you made the right choice. So why did we stick out over the other seven? Um, 
location, Florida is better than all those other, you know, schools I uh, visited. And then um, Florida, to be honest, just didn't have scholarship. So they, that was already, you know, they didn't have scholarship for me, so they didn't have room for me, but I wouldn't have wanted to go there anyways. But the facility here is just immaculate. Every awesome. school I've been to, this one probably had the best one. That's good to hear. Part of what makes Florida State great is the ability for each student to choose their own path and how they experience being a Seminole. What was the student athlete experience like for you during your time here? Yeah, it was great. Um, I knew I always wanted to, you know, play professional golf, and uh, I think being an athlete, a student athlete, gave me, you know, a lot of responsibilities, like, you know, going to, you know, your tutoring, your mentoring, and it just it, it helped me grow as a as a student, which helped me grow as a person, mm -hmm. which overall it just helps you become a better athlete because you learn how to do all those things. And I think, you know, it, learns, it makes you better at t time management. 100%. Yeah, Absolutely. so I think that's so important for an athlete, especially a golfer when, you know, even in my pro schedule, I'm working on trying to get better at that. It's, sure. it's still really hard, but that helped me out a lot. So away from the course, what was campus like to you? What do you think of when you think of Florida State's campus and being a student totally separate from golf? What pops into your head? Um, you know, I remember going to the Union my freshman year, and we went bowling one time, and that was a lot of fun, but they, they shut that down my sophomore year, I think. But just walking around campus and realizing how beautiful it is, like mm -hmm. even now I still go on runs around at nighttime on campus and just – admire how beautiful it is so um, that's something I really enjoy doing and you know that's just the campus life I envision just you know walking around and just admiring it. Perfect. Golf has a unique uh, athletic season in that it bleeds from fall into spring. Your main spring season is, is when the NCAA championships are but you guys also play in the fall and a lot of your tournaments are Thursday through Sunday or Saturday and not coming back until Wednesday. You talked earlier about time management what how do you manage the academic pressure to maintain a solid GPA and, and advance in your courses when you're missing that much school that's different than the regular student yeah it's it's definitely hard but going back to what I said like mentoring and tutoring that definitely helped me a lot I know I didn't always want to do it but you know our uh, advisors always you know pushed us to do it and uh, it was it's really hard because you know when you miss class you miss on a few lectures and you're kind of a little left behind but mm -hmm. you know there's always someone to help you whether it be the tutors but I've also had teammates that were in the same class or you know teammates that have had that class in the past so they've always helped me out and you know it, it, it is really hard to balance but you kind of just you know you have to do schoolwork while you're in the hotel and it's tough but you know it, it's it's doable uh, doable there you go yeah Golf has certainly shaped who John Packy is. You know, Coach Trey Jones, Amy Bond, Ducky, your teammates have all shaped that part of your Florida State experience. How has Florida State University as a whole shaped John Pack the person? Um, I definitely grew a lot. You know, I'm, if you look at me as a senior in high school and then a senior in college, I've matured quite a bit. You know, I was didn't always... I made a few mistakes as a freshman and I definitely learned from them, you know, like I, I had a really bad GPA at my second semester as a freshman and I realized, you know, you can't just, you can't screw around here. You, you gotta, you gotta go to, go to class, get your work done. And, you know, like I said, time management was so important. So it, it, 
it helped me grow as a person. I've met a lot of new people, a lot of met a lot of great people here, and you know I, I met my girlfriend. So it's just it, it helped me, you know, create a life that you know I really enjoy. Awesome. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a message from one of our sponsors. Hello, Florida State fans and alumni. Get your FSU license plate today and show your school pride. The purchase of the Florida State University specialty license plate supports scholarships for deserving students, and the university even provides a $25 rebate for first-time buyers. For more on FSU specialty plates, visit fsu.edu slash mytag. Now, back to the episode. John, we as Seminoles have a proud legacy in golf specifically. And for those of us who are of a certain age, we remember Azinger, Nolan Henke, Jeff Sluman, George McNeil, and then more recently, Jonas Blix, Hank Lebiota, and then back during the Ryder Cup, we all swelled with pride when we saw Berger and, and Kepka walk out and take the first tee and even heard the war chant with the rest of the world watching two Seminoles represent our country at the same time. That list of golfers is elite, and it now includes the name John Pack. When you head out into professional tournaments, what's it like to hear Go Knowles from the gallery, to, to hear the chop, and to know that you're carrying the Florida State flag wherever you go across the country, and in this case, the world? Yeah, no, it, it feels amazing. I actually did play a few events where, you know, people were like, Go Knowles, and I'm like, you know, that's that's cool. I'd be in Michigan or, you know, Reno, Nevada, and just all those people, they're just saying go Noah's and you don't, it's, it's like a family here at Florida State. You don't, I feel like you don't get that many places else, but you know, that it's still a really special feeling. And, you know, I, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. You spoke earlier about the quality of facilities being an, an impactful part of your decision to come to Florida State when those of us who are a little bit older and most of our alumni are older than you um, played the Seminole golf course it was come out after two o'clock give us five bucks and you can play the goat track until the sun goes down and now after a lot of our alumni uh, contributed out of their own personal pockets to help revitalize this course we now have a Jack Nicklaus designed NCAA championship hosting level golf course that is the most difficult in town and certainly worth the drive for anybody uh, who wants to play it. How has the facilities and the course change itself impacted your development of golf as a golfer that's put you into a place where you're going to get your tour cards in? Yeah, so I actually did play that goat track because I was there my freshman year. I, I kind of miss it. It was fun in its own ways, but you know, having you know Jack come in here and completely redesign the courses, it's really amazing because you don't you don't get to play a course that's 7,800 yards long. There's very few courses like that. So it challenges all parts of your game. And if you don't want to play 7,800 yards, you can go to, you know, the the gold tees and play from 70 or 7,000 yards or 68. Sure. So it gives you a lot of options. And, you know, the fact that, you know, I'm still here as a pro shows that, you know, the facilities here are better than places that I could have been, whether it be Jupiter or Orlando. So... I still think that what we have here is better than most places that even some of the top tier pros practice at. Awesome. What was the single high point of your Florida State golf career? There's, that's a tough question, but I would have to say, you know, going to my first national championship, being the number one team 
walking out there and you know you, there's just this feeling where you're walking around and everyone just wants to beat you there's no better feeling than that and uh i know we didn't get the results we wanted to but you know it's we had such a fun close team my senior year and um to have a chance to win a national championship that's that's my dream since you know i got here as a freshman how's florida state going to be a part of john pack's future um i think it's always going to be a part of my future i know i just I have so many ties here you know I people ask me why I didn't turn pro after you know my sophomore junior year and I was like I owe something to this place you know they've done so much for me they basically helped me become the golfer I am right now so um, I think I'm I've I always just want to stay within Florida State and whether it be a football game or a basketball game and come back and just you know help support the school cool Rapid fire to finish. Okay. Favorite golf course? Oh, uh, Mirfield Village. Okay. Favorite shot to hit on the course? Just a stock draw with an eight iron. Just... All right. Favorite class on campus? No, <laughs> I don't think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite non-golf FSU team to support? Basketball. Favorite player on the basketball team? Uh, Trent Fort. Well, yeah, that's what counts? Yeah, Forrest, but he's not here anymore. Fun to play. Uh, favorite club to hit? You said eight iron. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite place on campus? Um, like walk running to the stadium, just being around the stadium. Garnet or gold? Garnet. Florida State in a single word. Amazing. Hi, I'm Shari Williams, class of 2006, and member of the FSU Black Alumni Network. Are you enjoying the podcast so far? Take a moment to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, leave a review, or share an episode with a fellow Noel. It's easy to do, and it helps us reach even more Seminole alumni with our show. Thanks, and go Knowles! The Echoes podcast is edited and produced by Janicia Britt, Assistant Director of Communications and Editor-in-Chief of Vera's the official alumni magazine of Florida State University, myself, Sarah Gray, digital media coordinator and hosted by Keith Cottrell, director of Seminole Clubs. The work of the FSU Alumni Association is also supported by our corporate partners, Bank of America, Meyer & Associates, the FSU Bookstore, FSU License Plate, Liberty Mutual Insurance, and their broker, Mercer. Now, enjoy an exclusive golf chat between Keith and All-American golfer, John Pack. What do you hate to work on on the range? I'm a perfectionist, so especially a golfer, you just always try to work on your swing, Mm -hmm. and you just try to find Mm -hmm. little things that might be wrong, but could not be wrong. You, You never know. So I'm always tinkering a little bit, and it's so frustrating. Sure. Because I can't exactly know what I'm doing wrong. Sure. And I go see my coach, and he makes me change one little thing, and I'm hitting it great. fine. So I hate just tinkering with my swing a lot. It's just annoying. Would you rather stand over a wedge or a two-iron? A wedge. See, I, I totally opposite. I feel more confident from 240 with a, with a two-iron in my hand really? than at 80 yards with a gap wedge. Because I, like you said, I I don't have the feel mm-hmm. for the you know for the gap wedge, uh, and a two iron's the same swing as my driver, you know. So I, I more there. 
Um, what when you go to the putting range, when you go to the putting green, and and you're just loosening up, whether it's for a round or just going out for practice, how is how you practice different than the average golfer? What are you doing that the average golfer's not on the putting green? I think spending enough time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys they just hit like four putts and they're like, yeah, I'm ready to go. But I uh, I used to, so I just saw a new putting coach pre about three weeks ago so I'm changing it up a little bit but I used to have this putting mat and it shows you how to hit a perfect stroke it's got a little gate so you always hit it through the sure. gate so I'm um, like I said mm-hmm. even on the range I was always a perfectionist even on the putting green I do the same exact thing so I've always worked on you know hitting a straight putt because if you can't hit a straight putt it's kind of hard to make one that's moving right to left or left to right so I think a lot of guys they don't work on trying to hit it where they want to and that's that's pretty important i won't cap you at one but if you had to choose only one major in your future which major would you want to win and why is the correct answer the masters it's always the masters he tells me the british open i'm gonna be all over oh no i would no, never it's, say that that's, it's it's the it's the one it's one of, of very few weekends in the year where mm-hmm. i think the the average golf fan builds their entire weekend oh, yeah. around Everything from the legends teeing it off Thursday morning in the in the mist at six thirty in the morning when the sun comes up, all the way through the back nine, and mm. it's the pageantry, the the intrigue, the mystery of it all. Yeah. Um, so okay, so if it's not the Masters, probably the U.S. Open. Okay, no matter yeah. where it is, you just want to lift I, the, the water maker. I think last year playing that's the only major I've ever played in, so sure. I kind of it has like a little emotional connection to me now, so. Is the rough at the open as bad as they make it out to be oh, on TV? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, I have a story to tell. At Wingfoot, I played. I got there the Thursday before the tournament. I played Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I played 9-18-9. So 36 holes. I hit eight balls in the rough that I lost. Just five yards in the rough. I found most of them, but eight times I hit it in the rough. Just five yards right, five yards left. And the ball just, we couldn't find them. The rough was so thick. You just, I think right next to the 18th green, they said there was about nine inches of rough. The rough just, was nine inch thick, which just, is ridiculous. I had never experienced it. Well, it's like the courses they choose already are, are difficult on the layout itself. Oh, yeah. And then when you just don't mow the grass for, you know, the mow the rough for three months, it's yeah. going to be like that. Exactly. Um, one sentence or less, Trey Jones. He's tough and caring, and he wants what's best for you. Amy Bond. Amy, she's just, she's very sweet. She, well, she never really coached us, mm-hmm. but to me, she's always been very sweet and caring, and she, uh, she, she's a little tough on me ever since I started dating one of her favorite players. Yeah, because you're affected. <laughs> you might, if you're, you're dating one of her golfers, she's a little concerned yeah, about her she, scorecard. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I get that. Um, Ducky. Ducky. Funny, very down to earth, and he will not beat around the bush. He'll just tell you straight up. Fair enough. Um, you're you're gone. We're still gonna celebrate you, but you're not gonna be wearing the garnet gold anymore. You've been here as a recruit. You've been here for four years as a player. Now you're heading out. Where's Florida State golf in five to ten years? I hope, and I think, and I know, it'll. It's always been a top program, you know. I, 
six years ago, seven years ago, maybe we we're number one team in the country. Mm-hmm. Last year we we're number one team in the country. This year we have a re- really good team, and you know I think we'll always be knocking on the door. I don't think, you know, Trey's always br- brought very good recruits, very has always produced very good players. So I just think that Florida State will always be, you know, right there to win, hopefully win a national championship within the next ten years. When you watch PGA Tour golf, who's the guy that you're sitting there on your couch on the weekend and you watch and go, man, I got to get to either, I got to be able to hit that shot, I got to get to his level. Who's the guy out there that John Pack is saying, I want to be that guy? I think right now you want you want I want to say like Colin Morikawa. Mm-hmm. Guy's just very consistent. He knows how to hit every shot and he just plays – it just I played with him in college and in high school and he just plays very smart golf and he's just he's very focused and it's his focus is incredible my my mind wanders quite a bit on the golf course and that's just how I've always played you know it keeps me loose but he's just laser focused every single shot it's it's really impressive last question what's the one shot in a round anywhere on the course anytime whether it's first round or coming down to the last hole What's the one shot you don't want to have to hit? Probably a high draw with a long iron. <laughs> the rest of us can't hit that one, man. That's why you, that, you know, that doesn't exist for those normal that's folks. Just, that's hard. That is really hard. I, if I need to hit it high, I have to hit a cut. So if there's, you know, like a front left pin and I, I need to make birdie and I've got a five iron in and i got to hit a high draw, that's just – not that's less than ideal for me. All right, I'll let you end on the good one then. What's the one shot you feel most confident standing over? Just a seven iron to like a. What are you hitting a seven nowadays? Uh, right around 175. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so just stock a little baby draw to the left pin. And just that that'd be ideal on the 18th hole. Awesome. Well, when you uh, when you get the green jacket and come back to floor sick. I will, for yeah. sure. Don't forget to follow us on social media at FSU Alumni for all of your alumni news. For general university news, head on over to news.fsu.edu. Thanks for listening and go Knowles!